Hola amigos and welcome to the Cauldron of Gaming podcast show. This is a video game show for witches, wizards, and all of the magical at heart. I'm your host Frankie. Today I'm joined by Josh. I have two opposable thumbs. Great, I have three. We're also joined by Fasil. Mm, I have none. I have four. And I'm also joined by Fabrice. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. You can't pick up um, hey without opposable thumbs, not usually at least. I have five opposable thumbs, so I can do the multiple tasks. Anyways, <laughs> welcome, guys. It's been a while since we've had all four of us in one chat. Um, this is going to be another one of those loosey-goosey, off-the-cuff, uh, fun, fun, don't-know-what's-going-to-happen, unpredictable episodes. Uh, today, uh, as a teaser, we are going to be covering the rest of the year, since we already covered games coming out january through april and we know things have changed so we might bring those games up but now we're going to talk about may through unpredictable vague 2021 releases uh before before we get into that uh we're going to go ahead and update you guys on uh our opinions on uh media we've been playing lately so guys uh we've been playing video games we've been watching shows we've been watching movies and maybe listening to music so josh i'm gonna throw the ball over to you and you catch it right now Tell me what you want to talk about right now that you want to tell us about. Mm, so I recently just watched uh, the se- the first season of, what is it called? Uh, Demon Slayers oh, on Netflix. That? It's an anime. It is. It's really popular right yep, now. It's an anime, isn't it? Yep, it's an adaption of uh, a manga. And one of the things that really surprised me about this anime is actually that it's actually, it's been... Uh, made by one of my favorite anime studios called Ufotable. They're the same guys that did the, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the anime called? Uh, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. If you've never seen that, not the, not the, uh, not the, t- not the TV series, which they did, do, they did do the TV series, but the movie Unlimited Blade Works. Everything you've been saying is like uh, unintelligible to me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of Fate Stay Night? Uh-uh. I have. Oh gosh! I so I mean, hell, this tat—you can't really see this. This tattoo on my forearm is from Fate Stay Night. What you have tattoo? Oh, that good? Yeah. Oh, I like it that much. Yeah, I, I love Fate Stay Night. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, Games aren't well. I see. My first experience with um, my first experience with Fate Stay Night was watching Unlimited Blade Works the movie, and then my friend gave me um the uh or i was able to oh i was able to watch uh play the uh what's it called it's the uh uh, i forget what they call it actually but basically i played the uh it's not like a it's a holy cow oh visual novel or graphic it's a not it's a visual novel (laughs) i know i'm like what the hell am i talking about it's a visual novel can we can we work backwards for a second here um uh you said (laughs) Uh, what you've been watching now is from the creators of Fate Stay Night, which is um, one of your favorite animes that you just showed us a tattoo you have for it. That must mean it's incredible. I've never heard you talk about this. I've never heard of Can Is there a place I can watch this now? Like streaming? Yeah, go, to, go, go, to Netflix, go to Netflix. Yep. Ch- and check out. Uh, you can when watch did this come out? Ooh, Fate Stay Night came out a while ago. Or are you talking about Demon Slayers? Like like Demon 80s? Slayers. No, no, no. Uh, I want to say Fate Stay Night got, was released, Unlimited Blade Works, the movie, not the original animated series, which is trash. Um, it came out, uh, I want to say, 
two sometime in the early 2010s it's a movie unlimited blade works is so unlimited face a night unlimited blade works has a movie and it has a and it also has a tv series so those are the things i need to watch that your I, tattoo is on actually check well my tattoo is from fate stay night or it's from us from uh fate zero so oh it's God. like the pre- yeah it's like the pre so i would watch that because it's like the prequel to fate stay night and that's on netflix also it is it should be fate zero eight zero fate zero okay yeah please check it out but demon slayers um, yeah, let's go back to demon slayers <laughs> demon slayers is just I, it's basically just um I'll, I'm not, I'll basically it starts off with a boy whose family gets slaughtered by demons that's all i'm gonna say that's yeah, a lot like of claymore that, that sounds like a lot of animes yeah it's a lot, <laughs> right but it's not it's, it's demon I, I think demon slayer is a lot better than claymore at least in my opinion oh i really liked claymore too well the animated series is, is great until the last like two episodes just like evangelion and then yeah, I, just, uh, I was i wasn't a huge fan of how they they wrapped up the story with claymore they're talking about the, the tv same, series you're talking about the the manga because the manga is phenomenal I'd say both, honestly, because I, really? I wasn't like I wasn't a huge fan of that final fight. Like, I, I feel like they could have done it better, considering all the buildup for the manga, not the TV for the series. manga. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, okay. I, I, but I honestly wasn't satisfied with either. Okay. But I mean, like I, you know, I thought they were good. It's just like you know, it's just one of those things where like a lot of play shows don't don't end very well. Mm, okay. So that's really it. And then today, I just was about today. I started watching the. Uh, the first season of Punisher again. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, Demon Slayer is really good, though. Yeah, it um, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it also ends very well. I mean, like it's, the sh- the show is the show is just starting. They only got a season in, but the manga that it's based off of has concluded. And it's you know it's a very good story. Interesting. Oh, okay, I didn't know it was concluded. Well, I don't usually do mangas too terribly often, so um, one of these days I'll have to check out the manga for Demon Slayer. I mean, yeah. you know, honestly, I think like the series is going to be pretty short. I'd say they're probably not going to have more than three seasons before it's over, but it's good. It's a satisfying story. I mean, that's kind of satisfying to know that the manga is already wrapped up yeah, uh, with see. the show coming out, because I hate... Isn't that the case with um, Attack on Titan, that the manga is still going, uh, but yeah. the show is kind of catching up? Yeah, that's the case with most animes, and they tend to do things like filler when the... Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, but, you know... Like... I'm pretty sure the last season of, of Attack on Titan is actually airing right now. They're not making any more, as far as I know. Is the manga yeah. over? Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't the think so. The manga is the manga's almost over, but it's still... I think it's close. Yeah, I think it's yeah. close oh, to being that's, done. That's crap. Yeah. Oh, it's a fun ride, though. Like, Frankie, if you ever want to read a good manga, check out Attack on Titan. It's freaking awesome. It's quite dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some manga that I kind of when I was when I was reading manga, I was thinking about those old series that I started and never finished. Um, I remember there was a horror series that I started. I can't remember what it was called, but then there was also Ragnarok that I was kind of interested in. Uh, anyway, mm. that was years ago. I haven't read a manga in a while. Uh, Josh, besides um, Demon Slayer, I heard you bring up um, the Punisher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say anything about that? Uh, that's just, the I'm Netflix just, series, right? Yeah, it is. I'm just rewatching it. So it's rewatching. Uh, rewatching. Yeah. 
Cause I've been okay. playing, cause I've been playing like Call of Duty and The Division, so I'm like all into like, <laughs> all, yeah, like I'm like just really feeling all these, uh, ga- all these, all these well, media with this type of stuff. So, like, well, what real world, real, real world weapons? Okay. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to update us on? You all good? We all caught mm-hmm. up with Josh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, at least I'm willing to share. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to our After Dark episode later where Josh reveals his bathing secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Vasil, let's move on to you. Uh, what do you have to update us on uh, what you've been watching, listening to, playing, whatever? Honestly, I got, I got nothing. I haven't been playing anything, watching anything, or reading anything lately. Oh, absurd. Yeah, not even manga, not even books, nothing? Just like nothing. sit, you come home from work and you just like sit in a dark room and stare out the window? I've actually been fairly busy, but you know, not, none of it all too exciting. I can't. Not even like uh, the what the squirrels are doing outside. What the cars are doing. I don't know what the squirrels doing because I didn't like. I didn't like like do a whole lot. I just spent my time like doing errands and dealing with like family stuff. So I haven't really had time oh, to trust. do anything else. It's just uh, it's been a lot. Okay. But, you know, I, I think I was, like, I was just playing, like, the only thing I played since it's been that Pokemon game. I haven't really been Let's doing go. anything else. Yeah. yeah. You've been doing good? Been happy? Been living life? Been getting by? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're here Exist- for you, man. Yeah, here for you. Existence, yo. Fuck, yeah. Existing's hard. Uh, we're, especially with... um. This new life that 2020 post February gave us still living that new life. Um, actually, I did even have a friend reach out to me and say like, Hey, um, I really want to come and hang out with you guys and spend the night and like, just have a whole night together. And I was like, eh, you know what? It'd still be nice if we could uh, get this pandemic under control, which uh, <clears throat> wasn't nice for a friend to hear, but like, you know, we got to take this seriously. It's the truth. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. I want to hang out with people and I want to, you know, it'd be nice if we could record this thing in the same room um, and actually like play games together. But you know, I actually do have an, I actually do have enough a hopeful update in, in terms of that, at least with my situation. I'm I just like last week we our company signed up for vaccinations, so we're like officially on the list. We're like like healthcare providers that don't have direct contact with COVID patients, so like we're one down from frontline workers so hopefully That's great. We're, yeah we're supposed to be getting our vaccinations rather soon right on so awesome we'll see, how, we'll see how that goes i don't know if we're getting pfizer or moderna i'm hoping for the pfizer one because i think it's better Isn't well, the moderna one? Oh, go uh, i i had uh our facility just got our first doses last week no two weeks ago oh nice yeah pfizer and then I think at the 18th of February, we're going to get our second one. Yeah. Second it, one. They made it mandatory because we work with uh, elderly people. Geriatrics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, same here. I, not, not a, it's not my main population, but I also work with elderly people. So I got to take it. Yeah. But yeah. So no, I'm excited for that. Never thought I'd be fiending for a needle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want the vaccine, but I, I feel like I haven't gotten a shot. In forever i know they hurt but i'm not too no, afraid of shots so i heard the moderna uh vaccine hurts though 
Yeah, so, you know, I'm not sure which one we're getting. But if you want, it's less the flu than the vaccine, which, is, which, had, which wasn't so bad. I just heard gibberish because you cut off, but... <laughs> um, I, I just heard, like, it's, it's like, how, how much it hurts usually has to do with how thick the serum is. And oh, it's, yeah, okay. if the serum is, is, is thick and gooey, it hurts more. But if it's, like, really thin, then it just kind of goes through your intramuscular, uh, you know, veins are one lot easier. Huh. So apparently one of them is good for that. The other one is a little bit thicker, so it hurts a little more. Huh. You're talking <laughs> I about pain, and I'm like, hmm, you're saying yeah. it hurts. I got to see how much it hurts because <laughs> I don't have a high threshold for pain. <laughs> so. You don't? I do. Oh, I do. Oh, then you should be fine. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wait, is this a needle? Is this a needle and it's liquid being injected into you guys? Talk? I'm like, it's going to be like somebody's going to come up and punch you in the arm really, really hard. Well, some shots shots really hurt. She she jabbed that shit in my arm. I didn't have any effects afterwards, but just the initial her just, it didn't hurt. (laughs) She was really, she was really strong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just gotta make sure you don't tense up when you get it because that's what makes it hurt. Yeah, you just relax. Yeah, like if you have an aversion to needles, just don't look at it while it's being pushed into your skin. Yeah. But I know the, the second Best. dose is when people have some kind of side effect. Either yeah. they have a headache, or they are nauseous, or they have like some kind of COVID symptom for like a few hours or whatnot, and then it goes away. But they're supposed to because that essentially that's that's kind of how you confirm a vaccine is working mm-hmm. because it's like just you know it's like war games in your immune system you have to pretend as if you're you simulate a battle to kind of like get the vibe for how to do it if it can't, if it actually happens so you know you just get those vaccines because that's your immune system just responding to the to the copy of the virus that's in the vaccine yeah you're just like oh yeah let's let's kill this guy make you feel like shit in the process but You'll feel better later. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a plan. Well, let's go ahead and move on because uh, we're still talking about uh, updating <laughs> our listeners on uh, <laughs> on us as people. Uh, it's been a while since we've had Fabrice join us. So, Fabrice, oh. this one's been oh. working on art a lot. And um, I can tell y'all be ready for this cool-ass new mascot we're getting. Uh, she looks really cool. She's a real bad her. witch. We're going to get like a new cool uh, podcast cover going soon enough. But uh, anyway, Fabrice has been doing other things too. You want to tell us about that? Uh, Yeah. I mean, besides work, I do want to talk about um, WandaVision. I know I'm probably, I'm pretty sure maybe two episodes ago, you guys talked about WandaVision or maybe not. I don't think we did. I don't think we talked about it yet. It's, uh, It's a fucking good show. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So I'm very confused. And so we've been going back and watching a lot of adventure movies. We just watched the end game yesterday, right? Yeah, so we watched The Age of Ultron and then um Infinity War and then Endgame. Yeah, just to get an idea, because WandaVision takes place after Endgame. So there's a lot of talk and and quotes and scenarios that are brought up and wandavision that i don't fucking understand but besides the point it's a really good show aesthetically it's it's really enticing and um i i've come to realize that i really like wanda 
she's a really cool character her powers are fucking amazing so mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of it's kind of nice to see that she has her own show and you can see like what she's all about i think like uh, at one point in the comic she kind of like just literally uh, took away the powers of like every mutant on the planet she goes nuts yeah, <laughs> yeah. she goes nuts because she i think if i recall correctly you know you guys who are comic book buffs you'll probably like he doesn't know what he's talking about but i think she like basically loses her mind because of uh, basically like a miscarriage or something yeah it was in the house of m house of m yeah i think it's house and, of m. Mm-hmm. yeah and then they she says like no more mutants and then she just changes the whole of reality to have to never have had mutants in the first place <laughs> i think they're going to be using wandavision to be able to bring mutants into the mcu yeah because you know um wanda is just powerful enough to supersede the the movie rights that Sony has over X-Men. Well, I was going to say, even watching all those movies and um, trying to get a background on WandaVision, they don't really tell you that that's Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's Scarlet Witch, right? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we... we like WandaVision just really enticed us. It was the, just that like there were so many things happening that we didn't know about that's like, okay, we got to go back and watch those Avengers movies because uh, we're not really that big into the MCU movie universe. But even like watching those movies, it's like, okay, well, now you got to go back and watch these other movies. So I think uh, we're, we're slowly starting to catch up because these movies were kind of lovable and cool. Um, and the yeah. show WandaVision is kind of what's... The funny thing is that WandaVision is at the end of the timeline of the MCU like media universe right now, and it's what's getting us to actually catch up on the MCU media universe. Um, I don't want to watch Shield though. Shield's I awesome. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, I love Shield. Like I, I watched Shield after watching Titans, and both are great shows. Mm, okay, Titans mm. is DC though, right? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah, see, there's a lot to even in, even then if we like wanted to go back to DC and catch up on all that, but I think oh, you, you don't even have to, man. It's like all it's all freaking all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have uh, Wonder Woman, uh, nineteen was it nineteen eighty four? Four, yeah, which is yeah. like has which has mixed mixed reception right now. A mixed yeah. uh, review for me. Yeah, but uh, going back to what we were talking about, Fabrice. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Bayonetta 2. You just beat it. I was. I was, I was going to get to that. Yeah, I just beat it last <laughs> weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good game. I mean, it wasn't like groundbreaking, but it was a good game. Especially now with work and everything, I kind of needed something to just beat up a bunch of bullshit monsters and like just get through a game. And, and especially playing someone like Bayonetta, it was, like, it was kind of like a... A little relaxer for me but yeah it was really good i enjoyed it fun 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 so i recommend everyone to play it the story is kind of all over the place i'm not even going to get into that <laughs> but it's uh it was fun i liked it right on right on i was actually there's a game that yeah oh yeah platinum games brilliant company <laughs> brilliant game developer that's a shame if you want to take your frustrations out on something play a platinum game Play Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I guess yeah. uh, if that's it for everybody, um, did you have anything else, Fabrice? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, I didn't really have much to talk about. Fabrice already brought up WandaVision, which, um, yeah, I'm really, really into WandaVision. I'm really in love with Wanda and Vision. Uh, but I did uh, play Katana Zero recently. It's a game that I've been wanting to play for a while. Have you guys heard of it? I say that I have. It's an indie game. It's uh, kind of one of those retro style games where it's a 2D side-scrolling kind of um, pixel graphics. Um, you play as a samurai who can rewind time. No, no. You can slow down time and you can use your sword to hit bullets back at people. It reminds me a lot of Hotline Miami, if anybody else here has played that. Oh, that. I actually think I know which game you're talking about then. Yeah, I, I just didn't know the name, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I got that, played it, and beat it recently. Um, I fucking loved it. I, I think I've realized that my aesthetic is neo-noir, where it's like futuristic, but like terrible. I guess like what Cyberpunk was going for, but uh, oh, so just like dystopian, <laughs> dystopian future punk. Dystopian future punk, yeah. But in like, I guess the style they call it in Katana Zero is um, neo noir. Um, even though Hotline Miami, I guess, isn't in the future because that's more supposed to be the eighties. Yeah, that's uh, that's like eighties noir. So like psychedelic noir, I guess, is what I would call it. Um, the story, I heard a lot of people complaining about the story, and I think the main complaint is that. You're getting a really fucking good story with that game, but it ends on a cliffhanger and there's a DLC coming up, but they said they're not going to like be continuing the story. It's basically just answering questions that you might have had about the game. But I just really fucking loved that game. It really makes me want to go back to Hotline Miami 1 and 2. Um, I just love that style. I want more games like that. I, I need to. I need somebody to tell me if there are more games like that so I can play them all. Like, I'm really fucking craving it. It was that good. Like, I, I'm probably even going to go play it again. Um, it's It was just fun. The style's great. The music was incredible. I just loved everything about it, and I would highly recommend Katana Zero. Um, plus, it's not the easiest game, so I guess for people who like a challenge, that'd be great, too. Um, yeah, Katana Zero, uh, one of the most exciting things I've done in the past two weeks. Uh, otherwise, I've still been going at it with um, Xenoblade Chronicles X Remastered or whatever. It's Xenoblade called. Chronicles Remastered. Yeah, uh, yeah, not X. Sorry. Xenoblade God, Chronicles if we get remaster for X, oh, God, yeah, play that game. <laughs> yeah, like I... Um, I get it that you guys don't like that game, but I'm really still falling more and more in love with it. Uh, they they rearranged the soundtrack too. Like the the music just keeps getting great in every area, and the further I go along, the there's more and more beautiful areas. Uh, I'd say it's the a only great story, yeah, yeah. yeah I just, just met. It's, it's just the fighting system that just can't get over. Yeah. Yeah. I get it's it. Great. It's still a great I, game, though. Yeah, I can still... tolerate it. I don't mind the fighting system. I kind of like it actually because it's like not too difficult and i can manage it but i just met like the anime trope uh animal cutesy character that goes in my party named Riki. That's, that's as far as i am in the game actually yeah the little ball of fur and i fucking hate that shit i fucking hate it 
I wish I could kick that character out of my party. That character is so fucking annoying. This has been the worst part of the game so far. And now that character has to come with me. I hate that shit. I, this is one of the things I hate about anime and Japanese style games is having an annoying character that I just can't get rid of. That's going to be there participating listen, for the rest listen. of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, don't, don't watch that uh, demon slayers, man, because uh, I had, a, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm, uh, there are two characters that are well, one in particular, who's annoying as hell. And I, I like, every time I, I see him, I'm like, sleepy boy. Yeah. He's awesome. When he goes to sleep. <laughs> 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 and there's a no skate. There's a no skate that doesn't. Un- that's like just like I'm gonna kill everything I see. Fight they, me! They, like, I mean, but they, they get better with time. I'm sure they do. But just that, yeah. that first season, they're very annoying. Right. I guess like this. This. Uh, this game. Um, oh, there's something I should send you, Josh. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm still talking over here. We, we have, have your conversation. We're having a side conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like this game, I it's been a while since I played like such a Japanese anime type game. And yeah. this one's tolerable than most games are for me, but there are things that I've noticed that like, it's kind of the reason why I kind of went away from anime things like, um, um, Oh, well I can, I have the magic ability to get us past that part in the forest and the character goes, well, it's decided then, or I have the ability to cut the vines down. Uh, over there well that's the plan then like i swear every time there's like a like an obstacle the character just goes like that's the plan then it's decided then this is what we're doing a lot of stories it's like the the (laughs) com like they have like a conversation structure that's like just like a the same all the time and like i said like anime tropes luckily i don't feel like um i feel like fire emblem is better about that yeah i love fire emblem like i have no problems with fire emblem i I love Fire Emblem, but like this game for sure. Like, uh, there's only one anime trope. It's like that the conversation structure, and then like that fucking character Ricky. Like, I just fucking hate him so fucking much. I think I might do fan art where he's just like being cut in half or his like limbs being pulled off or something. Like, I really fucking hate that character. I'm wow. sorry. I hate that shit. And like, if anime, if I watch the anime and that shit comes up again or like the same kind of anime tropes again, like I just, I can't do it. And that's that why is... it's been such a while since I've watched a new anime show because that is so they need intense. to be, they need to do different things that like fucking pisses me off. Like I, I think I think this particular <laughs> I think this particular trope you're talking about is actually like it's not as common as you think it is anymore. Right. Yeah. Like well, like, like that's just one of the annoying tropes I have. It's like also there's always the cutesy girl who has no personality except blatant surface level being cutesy, or bloody women, or <laughs> just the fan servicey characters, you know. Fan service. Yeah. Okay. I fucking hate fan service. Um. The last anime I could think of that I was trying to get through that was, I don't even know why I stopped, was uh, Ergo Proxy. I've never finished that. And I think it was Finish like the third it. time trying yeah. to go through it. That game, or that game, the anime doesn't really have anything that annoys me. It's mm. really good. Um, there needs to be more anime without the same think, copycat shit that the rest of them are doing. I think you should check out Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is pretty good. I you mean, just like, said there's an annoying character in there. There is, but it's like, like Ricky. I don't it, want no Ricky shit. And there's a bird. There's a there's a bird too that's pretty annoying as well. But it's one of those. It's one of those things <laughs> where like 
<laughs> like you have, to, you have to start from a certain place for the character development to like kind of go on, you know. Like in the context it's, of the manga, like those how how annoying those characters are makes a little more sense. I obviously have a very low tolerance of those things, so <laughs> I, I kind of need something that has nothing like that. Can you watch Attack on Titan yet? Yeah, I, I, I've. The first time I watched Attack on Titan, I got really far, almost to the end of the first season. And I think I tried to watch it with Fabrice, so we started over, but we didn't get that far. Um, so we could try that oh. one again, because I don't remember that being that no, one being that should. annoying either. I know what you should do. You should watch uh, You should watch One Punch Man. Yes. It's a yes. show that's made... Sp- it's the, <laughs> yes. the entire crux of the show is that it makes fun of anime tropes. Its entire thing is that. Like the, the 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 entire show just kind of goes through and just like you know writes out characters in the very typical kind of shonen JRPG format, and then just pretend, proceeds to systematically and hilariously tear them down. It's so funny. The 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 basic pull of the show is there's this guy. He trained and he got so strong that he basically can't really not win fights anymore. Like every fight is over in one punch. And as a result, he has a very deep existential crisis and he kind of doesn't know what to do with his life anymore. And around him, there's heroes who are very strong, fight various monsters to keep the city safe. But again, he is just bar none the strongest character. And no matter how much any other character might struggle with some monster or villain of the day, he just kind of comes in and whacks him with one punch and essentially makes all the other characters' efforts meaningless. It's very satisfying and funny. I guess I'm at that point where we're kind of running out of shows to watch. So, it's so- we, might have, we might be in that territory where we can try to dip back into anime. But like I said, I've got a very low tolerance for that anime it, bullshit. One, one Punch Man is particularly special. It's different from other animes. It is, okay. it, it, I believe you. It's the reason why it's it's so popular. I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. Even, people, even people who don't like... Have you heard of Bill Burr, the comedian? Mm-hmm. You know, that weird guy? He, he, yes. likes one, <laughs> he, he likes One Punch Man. You know, like... even like It's like a, it's a show that reaches a, lot, a really wide audience because of how just um, very accessible it is. It just has a very good sense of humor. That's all I'll say. It also has a the, the the creator of the anime. He made another one called Mob Psycho. It's it's similar but different, but it's also very good. And the art yeah, style mom. is the art style is magnificent for Mob Psycho. I mean, yeah, I for, mean, if the art style is good, that's a, a plus for sure. Oh yeah, um, the animation is magnificent. Watch well, Fate Zero. Watch Fate Zero first. <laughs> I I have a few anime in mind that I might watch before those ones, but I'll keep them in mind. Yeah, uh, especially like, have this on recording to uh, yeah. go back to. Like, have you ever watched uh, Kevin in the Woods? Yeah. The SCP movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How like Kevin in the Woods? The it's joke about movie. it is that it's a huge. It makes fun of all the classic horror movie tropes. Yes. That's mm-hmm. the the entire movie is just turning all of those tropes upside down. That's that's what One Punch Man is, but for anime and superheroes. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, um, let's go ahead and cut this off right now so we can take a quick break and do a teaser for covering the rest of 2021, presumably, uh, because things might change and things have changed. But uh, Mm -hmm. you guys want to take a second and we'll come right back to our listeners here and uh, be really cool still, even cooler than ever. 
Hell I mean, the fuck yes. Define cool, but yes, yes. I mean, like we're, definition, we're, Josh. I mean, we're witches. Oh, we can make some cool potion. You know, it's all we need. <laughs> Blizzaga. Blizzaga. All right, guys, <laughs> we'll be right back. You can hit multiple enemies with that spell. Yeah. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Cauldron of Gaming again. Uh, I am your host, Frankie, and we have here with us Josh, Facile, and Fabrice. Say hello, everybody. Thumbs are done. Okay, so <laughs> nobody My said thumbs, hello. <laughs> thumbs are back. Uh, before we get into the... Frankie has, five, has a hand of thumbs. Can you imagine that? Yeah, like you have no fingers. Just thumbs <laughs> All thumbs. Yeah. yeah, that would be so <laughs> weird. That'd be... That'd be, really that'd be an interesting monster. Just All the thumb. more opposable thumbs to wrap around each of your necks at the same time. <sighs> How would grab into work? <laughs> <laughs> you just have opposable thumbs, you know? I, like, <laughs> I just got threatened by a guy with a bunch of thumbs. Okay. <laughs> I, think be, I think it'd be more interesting if it was a big thumb that had arms that only had thumbs. What if your well? arm was a thumb? Like thumb Both arms were thumbs. Yeah, it's one big thumb. God. That'd be a good horror monster, right? You'd be like thumb. able to grip people like really, really well. It can hold people like, you know, a big cup. With I mean, thumbs. when you were saying that, Fasil, what you said was like right on the ticket. I was like, hmm, that would be an interesting monster to draw. Uh, either way, uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of our episode, I forgot about two games that I played that I did want to cover real, real quick. Um, I played two demos on the Switch. I've been playing my Switch a lot. Because I just bought like a memory card for it, and now like the oh, yeah. system yeah, I, expansion for it is like incredibly beyond. Because you only I get like what thirty. Got, yeah, they weren't even that much. I got the yellow one that was like fifty or hundred gigabytes. Yeah, so like it feels like you get thirty gigabytes for storage on your Switch, and I bought a two hundred fifty-six gigabyte card, and it's like whoa, I can re-download everything I've ever bought, and I still have plenty of room. It's like yeah. everybody should do this. Either that or that switch should just have more storage room. But but, um, but honestly, but honestly, it's such a it's such a good investment because I got a five I got a five twelve. I got it's, a five hundred twelve gigabyte and it's oh 12. yeah, that, that'll do it. I mean, I feel I feel like it's an essential for especially, a switch owner. Especially because like I think some of the best things, like the thing I like about the switch the most is that it's like the PS Vita, it's like an indie game machine. So right. you can just have just a, this enormous library of all these indie titles because most of them don't take up, they take up megabytes worth of space. Yeah, I, I actually rebought Stardew Valley, even though I have it for my PlayStation. Uh, I have the PlayStation 4 version, but I bought it for the Switch because I felt like I'd have more fun playing it on the Switch for some reason. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried two demos of games that are not out yet. Um, I tried Balan Wonderland. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. What is it? It's the new game coming from the creator of Sonic um, and the character designer. So it looks a lot like Nights into Dreams, uh, the style of the game. Um, you're playing, you play as either a little boy or a little girl. 
um and then like you're having a bad day and then this weird demon is like why don't you enter this playground of fantasy it's terrible <laughs> it doesn't give me any hope for that game coming out the frame rate was terrible the gameplay was not fun um i i see people saying some mixed things about it that it looks really interesting and really fun but like i had a terrible time with it so um i think it's that kind of thing where i have to warn people about balan wonderland if you're thinking about buying that game there's a demo out on switch please play that before you spend that money on it i bet it's gonna be 60 bucks and i don't think it's going to be worth it but um, keep in mind too demos aren't necessarily well that mean yeah they're not, they're not supposed to be representation of the actual finished product even though trust, nowadays, they, nowadays they are but because <laughs> <laughs> it could be like it could be like crazy good and it's like Frankie, what were you talking about you okay so like the thing game? is um you get powers uh based on characters you meet and the first power you get is like this wolf character that you can turn into that can jump in a tornado and like it basically oh, works Tasmanian like, devil only as a wolf yeah okay. kind of except okay. you like you can use your power to jump on top of people but your your walking pace is like slow as fuck so you're just like you basically slug along and then you can like jump on top of things and it's just not fun it's i think first and foremost the game should at least be fun to play yeah yeah and it's not fun at all uh-huh. Um, but even then it slows down when you're when you're chugging along so the game chugs when you chug therefore (laughs) i did not enjoy my time i did not even finish the demo i was like this is garbage okay um but who knows uh listeners reach out uh we're at the at cauldron gaming on twitter and uh the cauldron of gaming at gmail.com if you want to email me and tell me that i'm a piece of shit because that game's actually really good and i just don't know what a good game is but uh the other demo i played which is actually something quite the opposite that i really liked was the demo for uh bravely default 2 oh okay which i've never the jrpg yeah so it's the third game in the series which is kind of um confusing because uh the first one was bravely default and then the second Mm -hmm. one was like bravely second i believe Mm -hmm. that's correct um, and also after Bravely Seconds, the, uh, this studio made Octopath Traveler, which plays similar I to remember. the series. I remember Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler is great. I really liked that game. So I thought I would give the demo for Bravely Default 2 a try. And I actually really, really, really enjoyed my time. Um, you have a five hour time limit for the game. And I was like trying to do side missions and still get through the story. And then when I was getting close to that five hour mark, I was like, shit, well, I just want to like get to the end of the demo, which I managed to like right at the five hour mark. So okay. luckily I finished that demo. Um, I really, really like it. I think it looks gorgeous for a Switch game. Um, the gameplay was really fun. It has job classes like mm-hmm. some of my favorite RPGs do. Um, they give you like two new job classes in the demo too that you get to experiment with. And I really love that kind of thing where you, you know, you have your primary class and then you have a secondary class where you can still borrow the skills from. That's like oh, my yeah. dream scenario. Same. I, I love like, that kind of stuff. It just reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics, one of my favorite RPGs. And if you same. can like replicate that kind of system, then I'm really excited for it. And that's what this game does. And I'm super, super into it. I already like the second I beat the demo, I went and pre-ordered it. I've got that game on the way when it's coming out. Damn. So I'm super, super excited. I'm on board for Bravely Second, Bravely Defaults. Yeah. I played, I played <laughs> Bravely Default. Yeah. I played Deep, Bravely Default. It's a great game. So that's why I'm I am looking yeah. forward to the second Bravely to uh Bra- uh, bravely uh second yeah because there's like bravely, bravely, bravely default too i mean not bravely second i skip okay. bravely. I, I skip second. right i skip second because um no thank you <laughs> yeah. i didn't play i didn't yeah. play second but i played a little bit of the first one on, on the ass okay yeah and you guys mind, like those second games? is second is a side story it's not the sequel to the first game ah okay yeah very confusing title then but yeah yeah cool. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Confusing that Bravely Default Two is the third game in the series, um, but the second game in the tri- in it, second game in storytelling, yeah. But like, I, I think you could consider Octopath Traveler kind of a little bit a part of that series because it, really? the gameplay is pretty similar. Yeah, it was made by the same developer, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have a copy of Octopath Traveler. It's why I bought my Switch, but it's still and it's still wrapped in it's, it's still in its wrapper. I haven't opened it up yet. Oh, it's worth it. Oh, I, I know. That game. <laughs> I've heard good things. Okay. I didn't beat it, but I kind of want to restart it. <laughs> I'm gonna turn on my light. I'll be right back. Oh no, there, there was actually a game. Um, it hasn't had, it hasn't been fully released yet, so I haven't really played it. But I'm really excited for. Um, it's on Steam, and I, hopefully that'll come on Switch as well. It's called World Horror. Um, called what? World Horror. Or world, world horror. Yeah, horror. like world horror. Yeah. Okay. Like a dog like a, going like a horrifying and it's essentially this kind of like so if I don't know if, if any of you guys have read any uh, read or seen any Junji Ito manga, he's like a very famous mm-hmm. horror movie uh, manga creator. And this game, the this this uh, developer made it based off his art style. That's cool. And, and it's essentially like um, a sort of like uh psychological slash uh, Lovecraftian horror game where you're a person in the, the in this town where strange things are starting to happen and there's a weird lighthouse and there's like just various incidents of like you know demons and odd spirits and dark rituals that are happening around town and you just go through each chapter basically trying to figure out and solve certain mysteries that are going on while getting attacked by various horror monsters. But it like the art style is very interesting. I really like it. Um, When's that coming out? I don't know. It's one of those games. It's like it's like early release where they like release part of it, and then they let everybody play uh, it. Okay. And then they they uh, build the game as they're getting responses from people who are playing the incomplete version. Well, since we're talking about upcoming releases, that's right on task or right on topic. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about the game releases for 2021 coming May through um, tentative 2021. And I'm just going to go ahead and get started with uh, maybe some noteworthy things coming out in May. Uh, May 7th, we've got Resident Evil Village, unofficially known as Resident Evil 8, coming out. Um, I know Josh, Fabrice, and I are super, super stoked for this game. Josh, um, oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I love the oh the guy the, at the end of the, the end of the demo where the guy like opens up the door to the outside and gets stabbed through the head like Wolverine style with like lust lust fingertips from Full Metal Alchemist through the head. Oh my god! Send shivers shivers up my spine. That was awesome. She the internet's been timbers. the internet has been going wild for that witch in white also because uh, yeah. she's nine feet tall uh, in people, heels. Yep, people she's, want her to step on them. She's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess she just tickles everybody's like dominatrix fancy. Well, just them saying that she's nine feet tall, I feel like she's a tyrant or some sort. It just—it feels like she's Bayonetta's cousin in a horror game. She's less cousin from Full Metal Alchemist. And I think the last time we talked about this game, we were saying like, oh, it's it's really cool that Resident Evil is going on this supernatural path. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, Resident Evil Seven was kind of a supernaturalish kind of game, but they managed to tie it back to the T virus. yeah the virus of some sort um i don't want to spoil resident evil 7 but even though there's like a lot of supernatural stuff happening they managed to tie it up with that being part of uh this whole experimentation and bio weaponry well no matter what resident evil is like always scientific when it comes to their story and their lore Mm -hmm. right so yeah i'm really interested to see what they do with the story involving this one but uh more so i'm just excited for having that a new game in that Resident Evil 7 style. I, I love Resident Evil 7, and I'm so excited to get a new game like that with a new setting, uh, new enemies. Um, and I'm hoping like everything improved. And yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to see if they uh, if they added any like new gameplay elements that they want to like experiment with. Because um, I'd be interested if they add like a little bit of like like sprinkles of Resident Evil 4 in that. You know, they did. Um, what I've seen is they implemented the inventory system from four, which I love the inventory system in four. I'm so excited for that. All right. If we're moving on, um, this is a game I'm super, super excited for. Uh, May 14th, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out, and we just got mm-hmm. a big dump of information about that game. Um, any of you guys excited for that one? I'm hop- it's going to be a wait and see for me. I'm not going to get it right away. Um yeah. I've, already I've already experienced them, but um, even though I haven't finished the third game, but um, one of the disappointing things about it for me, um, uh, hopefully none of it's too true. Um, hopefully we'll see what my practice. I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't, I, you know, the the sex appeal of the Miranda character, Miranda. If they're going to be down, if they're going to be downplaying her sexual, like how like intense she is as far as her physique, I'm going to be a little disappointed about that. <laughs> And um, he's gonna be wearing the same outfit. (laughs) I know her ass might not be as accentuated as it was before. Anyway, (laughs) she was nine feet tall. Would that make it better? Uh, Not necessarily. But anyway, but uh, but another thing that's kind of is actually kind of a little bit of a bummer. But it's not the end of the world. Is that um, the one of the DLC? The DLC. I think what it was the DLC for Mass Effect, the first one. It's not going to be in the game. Yeah, I'm not too disappointed about that though because it just seemed like more battle scenarios. And nothing really too story driven. No, um, no, you just go to the moon and yeah, and do cool stuff. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Basically, yeah. the code was corrupted, and they had a backup. Another company had a backup of the code, and it turned out that code was corrupted too. I was so they curious just how that. that how did that happen? Like, let's say I was able to. Re- let's say I was able to. I decided to recover my old 360 account, right, and re-download Mass Effect. I own the. I own the. Uh, I own the DLC for the original Mass Effect on my on my original 360 account. Is that mean? Does that mean that I can't play the DLC anymore, even on the original play on the original 360? 
Who knows? Worst files. That's what I'm curious about now. I mean, it probably just doesn't work with uh, what they're doing with the remaster because, like, they're they're working the most to um, re up the the first game mm. because it's the oldest one and probably right. the hardest one to play. Uh, which I'm happy about because I never got through the first one just because the gameplay was kind of the worst and most boring in that game. Damn, yeah, I played that. I think I replayed the first game like three times. I think I played that game three times. Oh, it was awesome for me. Let it be known that Josh is the most boring of the witches in the cauldron of gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Fasil, when I brought up uh, Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition, you seemed to want to say something about it. I don't know. I'm just like reserving judgment. Just like, you know. Both of you guys. Okay. Like like hope for the best, uh, prepare for the worst. Because I think I'm just like a little, like I I, want to see how it plays out first after like game drama, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm Here's kind of you know once bitten, once bitten, twice shy. I mean, I'm kind of all in, um, especially if they're just improving the first game as much as they are. That's the one I had the most trouble playing. Uh, the other two are just fine as they are, and if there's improvements in those, that's great. But I just need that first game improved a little bit more. Um, but Fabrice, uh, we haven't heard from you, and I know that you're looking forward to that game too, right? Yeah, oh, so this this would be my, like my first experience, like even playing Mass Effect. So I'm I'm excited about it. I know the first one's not um, praised as much as two. Yeah, but uh, I still want to play it. I just want to. I've never had that experience with playing Mass Effect, so now I have the chance to do it in a bundle. So it's like I might as well. And you have to tell me how you feel about like going from playing the first game where you don't have to worry about bullets to all of a sudden the second game having to worry about bullets. Yeah. Well, it makes me think about uh, Uncharted. Um, was it the Nathan Drake? What was it called? Yeah, because I started playing the first one and I was like, this is a, this is a no. It's a this no. game's ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. But I play. I've played Nathan. I played Uncharted one before, and and then two and three. So just going back to it is just like no, thank you. So I don't know how I feel about playing Mass Effect one. But I'm excited. I am. I've never played these, and I've always wanted to, and now I have the chance to do it. So and you also experience one other thing too, playing the first one, because I understand they're making it so okay. So one thing about the original Mass Effect is that whatever class you chose, those weapons were class specific, and you couldn't use them on any other class. They're unlocking that for the for this for the uh, remaster. You're gonna be able to use like if you want to have a sniper rifle and an assault rifle on your soldier, then you can go ahead and do that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say, Josh, you said something about the bullet system. From my understanding, what they were saying is that they're trying to make all three games as close together as possible. So they're probably going to be having the same battle system throughout all three games in the yeah. legendary edition. So, so that'll suck too, if you think about it. So you're going to be, if, if they if they don't, I doubt they're going to implement the unlimited or the overheat system is what, it's, I was, what I would call it from the first game. I bet it's going to have ammo throughout the whole game, which is going to be a disappointing thing for me because I, well, it's disappointing either way going from the first game, going to the second game originally. And Did you run out of bullets? That never oh, happened multiple, to me. Oh, multiple times. Oh, yeah, multiple. I remember one of the, what was it, when I, when I replayed two not too long ago. I went, well, nah, two, yeah, two years ago. Um, I was in an encounter where I think I was in a Cerberus lab, and I ran out of ammo on my assault rifle. It sucked. I like had to run out and try and grab stuff. But, yeah, it was, I was trying, it was an encounter where you could possibly not, it's like we were supposed to, you, one, one part of the encounter is you die or you don't die. 
I was trying not to die <laughs> and I died. <laughs> so this is an unrelated thought, but do you know, you guys know when you run out of like PowerPoints in Pokemon, like is it, you don't have any left for any moves. You just do that thing where you struggle and you just hit them for a little bit, but you also take damage. Right. It'd be nice if they had a system in like Mass Effect where when you run out of bullets, you can just throw your gun at them, but you have some sort of magnet on your on your uh, hand. Oh, like a boomerang? So it'll be interesting. Actually, no, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, like uh, when you guys, uh, Frankie and Fabrice, when you guys play it, I'm going to be curious. I'm going to definitely look at it because for me, the bullet system was one of the big changes in the, the in the, the trilogy, the original trilogy that really, I, I still like the games, but it put a bad taste in my mouth because I was like, the idea, the whole science that they put into it for the overheating stuff for the originally how it worked in the first game. There was literally lore for that, and they go and completely retcon it. <laughs> in the, I mean, in the other games. I'm going to yeah. quote GG Good here, and I did play Mass Effect two and three multiple times. I just hate the first one, right. honestly, just the gameplay. But I'm going to quote GG Good here and say, like uh, Josh and Fasil, I understand your concerns. I don't I share don't your concerns. Say. Oh yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we've got on May 21st uh, a really good game coming out. We've got Deathloop coming out. Ooh, Deathloop, Deathloop, isn't it? It looks, looks good. Looks oh, gosh, does not seem to be interested. So let's go to you, Fasil. A, <laughs> a hard pass. Yep. I like it. I just, I, 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 I like the art style they're going with. And I think the, the system is creative. It's like, you know, if you do it right, it looks like it's something that can be really, really fun. It looks like to me. It looks like a Dishonored, but with a new setting, a new style, and new gameplay, uh, like uh, the online implemented in a cool, yeah. interesting way. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, and, um, and it sort and it sort of feels like you have classes in the form of characters. Yeah, like Dishonored. Uh, like I said, with all those changes plus game or gunplay, which it seems like really, really fun to me. Um, I'm super excited. Maybe you and I could uh, kill each other in that facile. Yeah, just just to see how and who comes back less than the other one. Yeah, <laughs> Fabrice, I think you were somewhat interested in Deathloop, right? I was really interested until I saw gameplay, and I was like, "This looks like Fallout." Fallout. Fallout. Everything looks like Fallout to you. No, not I mean, as long as it doesn't look like Fallout 76, I'm cool. By mm-hmm. the way, I, I like just... your I like your headphones, Bruce. Unrelated, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah, it just looked like uh <laughs> it looked like Fallout to me and it kind of triggered me. I don't it's just uh, Yeah, Fabrice said Fallout from Fallout. I don't get that though, because it looked very linear to me. What about it looked like Fallout to you? Just the, the the aesthetic, the the styling of it just made me think of Fallout. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I when it comes out, I'm, I'm I don't. Still not, I'm not like against playing this game, but that kind of just made me like. I don't know. Are, are you thinking of the right game? Like I'm yeah. struggling to see the connection. Yeah, I'm trying to see where it is. Well, I mean, we're, we're all humans, right? And we all view the world differently. So, I mean, where you might see a, a a pear, I might see an apple. They're not Are you the same. sure. I mean, I, I can see like <laughs> Overwatch, no, like, like but not Fallout. You know, mm-hmm. well, Overwatch is super cartoony. 
like I mean in the pacing of how the of how the gameplay is. Deathloop kind of looks cartoony. Okay. Okay. Are we all thinking about the same game? I hope we are. Do I have to? <laughs> I mean, like, because it doesn't. See, I just don't see the fallout. I do. I'm sorry. I know we're we're talking. We're all talking about the same game. I just see fallout when I see it, when I saw that gameplay. So we will see. I think that's fair. I will politely disagree, but I also wanted to go back to you, Josh, because you definitely have a heart out, and I just want to know why. Oh, it's just because, um, so first person shooters are always hit and miss with me. I don't like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of first person shooters, but every once in a while I'll play certain ones. Like, you know, like I recently got into Call of Duty. Last one, I think last first person shooter I played was probably a Halo game. Don't play very many because they're not my type, they're really not my type of game I like to play. And Deathloop, that's the main reason why I don't want to play Deathloop. It's just, it's a first person game that doesn't look interesting to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I like the groundhog. Like, I like the groundhog day. The groundhog day thing, I think it's great. That's why I'm looking forward to Returnal because I get to experience Groundhog Day in a really, um, to my opinion, a much cooler aesthetics. I'm really looking forward to It Takes Two. Yeah, yeah, same here, man. Same here. I think we talked about It Takes Two last time because I'm trying to find out when uh, it comes out March 26th. So we could bring that up real quick. it takes two is uh the new uh cooperative gaming experience from the developer of a way oh, out wow. and mm-hmm. brothers yep uh, yeah I, I think josh and i already shared our thoughts about that game uh mm-hmm. Vasil, tell us about it what do you think about it what are you what are you excited about about that game <laughs> i i mean i usually i'm actually usually not a fan of like co-op playing games it's like not my thing I just because I you know again I prefer to play games alone as possible, but I just love the the aesthetic of the game so much. It just kind of looks like relaxing and heartwarming, and it's like oh this is just a game that you can just chill and just play with a friend. I just like love the concept of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it also looks like something I I just love to play on the Switch if I could. That'd be just uh, I don't I I think it's coming out on the Switch right. I wouldn't be issue. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. If it, yeah. if, I'd be surprised if it doesn't come out on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, it is not. It says PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X, and S. PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, that's crazy! It'll, but it'll, it'll, I bet it'll eventually will make its way to uh, the Switch. Because, well, actually, who? Well, maybe not. Because I mean, the way out like never made it to the Switch. Yeah, good did point. It? No, it didn't. Yeah. And if you think about it, when you look at out of all out of all of the different subscriptions you can pay for, Nintendo's the weakest one. It's also the cheapest yeah, one. Probably has the worst online support. Yeah. That no you avoid, can... no 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 void over IP. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, which is probably the biggest downfall for you, what you for uh, paying for an online subscription. But I think that's a part of like the the deal because I mean you know it's it's three ninety nine, you know, and you, and you I guess it's like in that sense you get what you pay for. Um, because Nintendo's never really been strong on its online game. Like, right. Ever. That's why they should partner. That's why they should partner with uh, Microsoft so they can get that game bigger. Yeah, that charge like maybe five dollars a month, and we can get voice over IP, so we don't have to jump on like Skype or something to talk right. while we're trying to play a game together. I don't think that's too <laughs> out of uh, or in the clouds because Microsoft and Nintendo seem to be working together a lot. Like, yeah, I think I think that we can. I think that it's safe to assume that I think we will see improvements to the Nintendo subscription at some point. We just don't know when to expect it. 
I don't, I don't, I honestly wish there were at least like some like one day come a time when you can just completely cross platform by online. I just want Nintendo's online to be better. Same here. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> yeah that was that was the whole the whole rant here. The uh... <laughs> well, I mean, like you never want to play Nintendo online. You just because you know, like you're because you're gonna lose, especially in competitive games. In a lot of games that you play that are like FPS dependent. You'll lose a lot if your well, yeah. if your internet connection isn't just top notch, and even if it is, if there's like blips, that that'll mean like oh, okay, mm. and that like single second your character just stops moving and you just get killed. Right. I did mean, enjoy my. I, go ahead. I was gonna say I did enjoy my time with Splatoon too. That was a pretty much one of the only games I played online on the Switch, but I really really liked it. I feel like it's because it's like a Nintendo backed IP. Because I I feel like. You know, I'm just like throwing this out there as a conspiracy theory, but I don't feel like Nintendo gives the same amount of uh, attention to accessibility for non-Nintendo IP back games. Like, I don't think like, I don't think like, what's what's that fucking game? I don't think Fortnite gets the same kind of online support that Splatoon did Hmm. or does. I, I have no insight on that. Yeah, nor nor do I. I mean, the reason why I had my subscription to Nintendo, well, the reason why I bought it was because of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And then for um, me, it was just because it was so cheap and all those free right. Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I, still, I still pay. I pay. I pay I a yearly subscription. Yeah, I pay a yearly subscription, so it's all good. But I haven't touched my Switch in a long while. Yes, <laughs> yeah. like a bad marriage. Uh, it's you know at least I have a switch. I mean, the game I'd love to play with everybody is is uh, Damon X Machina. I'd love to play that with people, but it's not for it's definitely not for everybody, and that's the sad part. Like I have these niche games on like niche consoles, niche for me at least. <laughs> uh, we just went to Best Buy on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. For listeners out there, that was two days ago. We're recording on Sunday um, to you know get some of our tech stuff. And uh, I just wanted to go look at the games and we went to the switch section and I saw demon X machina still 59 99. Yeah. It's the thing. The problem with the switch is that the games take forever or may never go down in price and they hold their value. I'm not willing to pay 60 bucks for demon X machina. I don't blame you. Yeah. Wait for it to go. (laughs) If you ever, if you ever decide to get it, wait for it to go on sale. At least it needs to be at least 50% off or less for you to buy it. I think. That, Although, that's why, I mean, um, I, I bought all my Switch games during Black Friday. That's why, like, I paid, like, 30 bucks. You probably could have gotten Damon X Machina for cheaper during Black Friday, yeah. Yeah, it like, is... the trick is, like, you need to go onto the Nintendo eShop and then uh, add the games that you want to buy eventually to your wish list, and then you just get an email telling you when they're on sale. Because I just oh. got an email um, and bought Mario uh, plus Rabbids uh, because it went down from $60 to $15. Uh, for oh, that's a just huge a few difference. days so yeah I, right. I jumped on that and bought it right away right uh, yeah, so i might be able to talk about that in the next episode <laughs> yeah because I, mean, I think i like that because you know with online i mean when you when you're willing to not get the physical game um there's just a lot more competition for your business and buying an online game so you can always get a better deal mm. game pass and playstation plus are still like the best subscriptions you can pay for trust I think I think Game Plus is better than PlayStation Plus at this point. Game Pass is better. Well, as far if you like if you, if because of the library you get access to, but I, per me personally, I don't care about the library because I I own my library, so I don't have to go stream. I, I, yeah, so I don't have to go stream it. Anyway, guys, <laughs> do you want to move on to? Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> the last game we have coming out in May. Yeah, let's do it. Which May twenty fifth, uh, Bio Mutant is coming out. Which I'll believe um, it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I'm kind of on that same boat. I yeah. don't know if it'll actually reach that release date, but I think Josh, you know the most about this game. Yeah. Um, this is the one where you can be the animal and customize your mm-hmm. you pretty much customize. your appearance and your out. You're like your your what wushu you get to use and mm-hmm. you learn wushu? wushu masters yeah kung fu it's a kung yeah. fu you're you're a mutant that uses kung fu to fight is it's it an the, open world game is it the one with the I, eye patch eye patch raccoon yeah but your character doesn't have to look like that though you can make it look i don't know apparently you can it's you can make your character look like all sorts of things it's um i mean all I based on upgrade I'll, wow you upgrade yeah I'll definitely customize, but my raccoon has to have an eye patch. Mm. Mine won't be a raccoon. I want it to be something else completely, I'm sure. So I mean, if yeah. you could be different animals, yeah, I'd really like to be <laughs> yeah. like a fox, if that's possible. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. A vol- yeah, I would I, love to be I, like I a, a falcon or a bird. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, uh, I definitely fuck with a whale with an arctic fox. Well, we'll see, like we don't know that we don't know how the extent of the customization yet. We just know what we're expecting. We'll see if what we'll see what it is when we get the actual product, though. It's one of those. It's going to be one of those games where it could be, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm hoping we don't get another anthem. That's all I'm. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> or cyberpunk. Oh, that's different. That's that's a whole different. Pl- that's, a whole different that's a whole different subject. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about that game. That game that shall not be named. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I guess uh, moving right along to June, we only have one game that's really confirmed, uh, according to Game Informer, uh, at the time of recording. Which is June twenty second. Uh, Back for Blood is coming out, um, which I think. Uh, if uh, if you're a loyal listener, I did talk about this game in uh, a few episodes back, and oh, yeah, nobody yeah. else cared. And yeah. I think I'm the only one who's into this. Is that still holding true? Yep, <laughs> yep I think well, so. I have yeah. not heard of that game, so yes. Okay, well, um, it's the sequel to um, Left for Dead. Uh, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, these are yeah. games that don't. Have, I know. <laughs> <laughs> these are games that don't actually have a release date, but are uh, scheduled to be coming out in uh, quote unquote 2021. Um, does anybody remember 12 Minutes? No. This is a little indie game that has an isometric viewpoint um, where you're basically repeating the same 12 minutes where uh, you're, I think you're a husband oh, and a wife, no. and somebody yeah. breaks in and murders both of you. But it's kind of like that Groundhog's Day scenario where you just keep playing the same 12 minutes, figuring out what's happening. Uh, this is a game I'm actually kind of excited for. Um, looks like a little indie thing um, that might be pretty interesting. But uh, again, really don't know that much about it right now. Going through these, there's a lot going on. Uh, did anybody play Axiom Verge? Because it looks like the sequel is Ooh. coming out this year for the Switch. I'm excited for that. I had no idea that was even happening. I did play Axiom Verge. I didn't either, and I did play Axiom Verge, and I did like that game, yeah. uh, despite never playing Metroid. Which, uh, it, well, that's that's why I like Metroid. That's like that's a very Metroid-like game. Uh, from what I heard, it's like a basically kind of a spiritual successor. Like these developers loved Metroid, and that game is supposed to be a lot like it. Which, like I said, I didn't play, but I really liked it. <laughs> well, let's be grateful that Nintendo didn't patent uh, Metro, you know, uh, their you know Metroid, you know, formula? game system formula like how we have um, what is it? WB Games. I know oh, WB. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard. It's a little bit a small tangent for gaming news. 
um wb games patented the nemesis system from the uh uh from what the what the, no, was it called the uh shadows of mordor really those mordor <laughs> games yeah yeah they that's did. bullshit it's <laughs> complete bullshit so we'll see what happens uh people are hoping that they will take it back because it's going to limit creativity for video games but you can't hold a patent for that long, can you? It's been well. It, it, it's I think it's a it's like a fourteen or fifteen year patent. Damn. So we're hoping that um, question is is it well? It's I mean somebody approved it. It's legal apparently. So um, we'll see what happens because I mean that's the reason why we get some awesome games because I mean think about all the first person shooter games that have come out and what we have now. It's like you know you wouldn't have games like Titanfall too. So if if somebody went and like let's say uh the creators of GoldenEye 2 like was patent GoldenEye 2 was patent was patent the uh, the first person shooter ID for call for call for GoldenEye. I'm not sure how many games we have to go through so I'm still trying to shoot forward and get through these games. Uh so shut up Josh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh did anybody does anybody remember Babylon's Fall? I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yes. All okay. Right. I'm yeah, glad somebody does. does. <laughs> Pull yeah. Platinum Games. Platinum, yeah, Platinum Games is developing that game, guys. And Square it's Enix. And Square Enix, yeah. So, um, but with, and so the reason why I'm really excited about it is because it's going, it's going to be touching on um, early human civilization. What I'm excited for is that <laughs> it's just like that partnership that gave us Nier Automata. Right. I mean, that's that's why I'm looking forward to it. But it's I, I'm a big I'm a huge fan of ancient history. But the yeah. first trailer we got was very vague. It was just like a storyline trailer with just pictures. And then we got a second trailer that was like gameplay that looked very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, apparently, you know more about the lore than I do, but I'm just excited to see Platinum go back with Square Enix. And I'm just going to play it because it looks interesting, stylish and mm-hmm. fun. And it's platinum games, so like just right. play it for that reason alone. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. You can absolutely. never go wrong with platinum games, like ever. Mm-hmm. If you're no, no, no. If you're even if you don't have, <laughs> don't enjoy the story, you're at least gonna have fun. You know, the gameplay will be at least fun. Yeah, that can't always, be argued. You always yeah. get something out of it. Yeah, that can't be argued. Gameplay cannot be argued. Story can be. Well, I'm struggling <laughs> for things. Uh, I'll well, here in this list, but like, uh, I'll go ahead. And so I've got two other games that, um, that don't have release dates yet. Um, one of them got dro- that got announced just recently. It's called the game. It's called the game's called the day before. Okay. It is. Um, it is going to be a multiplayer zombie survival third person game. And uh, think about if you've ever seen the aesthetics of the division. Think about the division with zombies, essentially. Do you know what systems it's it's coming out for? So far, all we all only thing's been confirmed is PC. That's the sad part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I doubt it's going to stay an exclusive. Oh, I doubt it too. I mean, it, that game will thrive if it's put on the Series X and Xbox and, and PlayStation. Like it should be there. It should. I don't. I don't see it being on the Switch. And honestly, it shouldn't be on the Switch. But it should definitely be on the other two consoles. Yeah, no, there's, there's just certain games that just Switch is not made for. It yeah. doesn't look good. And then another game that's, um, I think, got teased not too long ago. Uh, it doesn't have an official name yet. It's just Project, it's called Project DT, uh, David uh, David Theta. Uh, it's by Digital Sky. It's a Chinese developer. And think of it as Metal Gear meets Nier Auto, um, Automata. Isn't that what Metal it Gear can't Rising be that was? Good. 
<laughs> oh, check out check out the gameplay check out the gameplay trailer for it, my friend, because I'm 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 excited for this game. Looks like it might be a lot of fun to play, but we'll see what really happens with it. Because it, like I said, it doesn't have. Are you saying gameplay or like story wise? Because uh, I think they have a I think they have a gameplay trailer. I think it's the gameplay trailer. I'm pretty sure it's a game tra- uh, gameplay trailer. I watched it a couple days ago. Project DT. Yep, Project DT. Okay, uh, David, plug that David in. I watch that later. Okay, so but yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Those are but those are some games that um, that I'm looking forward to. Also, there's a game called um, Grand Blue Relink. Isn't that a conti- another? That's an ongoing series, isn't it? No, I no, I'm thinking like, of Blaze Blue. Sorry, you're thinking of Blaze Blue. Yeah, I, yeah. No, well, I think it's um, originally. I think it's uh, like it was like a, a mobile phone game, mobile gotcha game. But it recently got a animated an anime release. There's also Grand a Grand Blue kind of called Grand Blue Versus, where it's like a fighting game with Grand Blue characters. And then Relink is going to be an RPG, an MMO, basically. And uh, it looks int- it looks interesting. I don't, I can't really say much more about it. But there's there's that. Um, trying to think, if there's any other awesome games that are that are any games that might be. Int- those are all games that really come to my mind actually right now. Oh, there's Project Arise. I think it's called. Capcom project long from a while ago, I think. Is that I don't know what that one is about. I haven't heard of that. It was a tra- there was a trailer that came out years ago where you see the swordsman walk into an arena and a monster comes out and he's fighting this monster and it was I, I think Capcom was working on it. We lot, a lot of us thought it was gonna be like the, another like uh, like a dragon dog dragon's dogma two or something to that effect or a monster hunter type game. I'll have to find a trailer and show and, and send it to you guys. But it's a game that's been in it's been in like development unknowns for a while now. Um, I'm sorry, I was kind of uh, tuning you all out so I could watch this Project DT trailer, <laughs> uh, which I'm watching right now. Uh-huh. You are totally right. Um, I wouldn't say it's Metal Gear Solid. It's more like a near well, Automata like, well, meets Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Yeah, exactly. More. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Rising. Sorry. Yeah. This looks incredible. Um, right. Yeah, I'm really glad you told me about this, and I'm going to keep my eye on this. It looks, wow, I'm excited for that. I got to watch more trailers of that later. Um, mm. uh, the thing that I wanted to bring up next was uh, Disco Elysium is finally coming to consoles, which I'm definitely excited to play. That game won a, a lot of awards yes, I heard. when it came out last year, and I just didn't get to play it because it was PC only. But, uh, Maybe eventually I will have a PC and I won't have this problem in the future. But uh, at Keep least saving this... your money up, dude. When you have enough money to to buy all the parts, I'll build that computer for you. <laughs> at least this version is going to be like the definitive version, so I'll be getting right. that. Um, I mean, right now it's just hell for parts anyway. So I wait for the foreseeable future. <laughs> like you can't get shit for shit. That's just a side tangent. Uh, back to the topic. Uh, Elden Ring is still supposed to be coming out this year. I don't think. I don't think. No. I'm going to put my money on that one being delayed. Yeah, t- 2022, maybe even 2023. I wouldn't mind that, though, as long as we get a better game out of it. Mm-hmm. Nope. It has to be golden. Yep. I don't know if you guys care about Far Cry, but Far Cry 6 is uh, supposed to be coming out this year, too. It looks mm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. I just remember I just remember that trailer where the guy made his son hold that grenade. Yeah, like that's I mean, out I of it. Because I think like occasionally, you know, Far Cry has these just amazing stories. Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um we also have uh God of War still presumably coming out this year. 
God of War, quote unquote Ragnarok, still not right. confirmed. Um, I don't know. I think we would have seen more of the game by now if it was coming out this year, unless they're planning to do a surprise thing where they show us a bunch of the game and then they're like, comes well, out three e- months from now. E3 is still you know down the road. Do you think we'll have an E3 this year? I think there'll be some type of showing for for Ragnarok, but it may not. But I think I think everybody should not get their hopes up for a 2021 release for Ragnarok. Either way, God of War won't show at E3 because Sony hasn't been so? part of it. Yeah, I mean, oh, two years. Well, they'll be at some. I think at one of. Sorry, I totally forgot about that. It'll be. I think. I think it's. I think it's going to be. We'll get something this year. Just don't know how much to expect. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo, which I'm super excited for, is coming out this year also. Uh, apparently not sure about yeah. that uh the original lead left and so now shinji mikami is back in the back in the lead of that game or is oh. now in the lead of that game um, all hail shinji mikami all hail mikami <laughs> <laughs> uh are you excited for that game Vasil? uh i'll be honest with you i don't know that game oh <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I was I was also tuning you guys out because I was watching the Project DT trailer. <laughs> I, uh, it was like I'm going to echo what Frankie said. I am excited as shit about this game, and I'm glad that Josh. Right? It's, yeah. It, thank it you, Josh. In- problem, so no yeah, problem. shout out again, Josh. Thank you so much, uh, everybody out there listening. Go ahead and go check out some trailers for Project DT. It looks really cool. It's if you haven't seen like- the trailer, even though it's like a year old at this point, if you haven't seen the trailer for uh, Bab- uh, Babylon's Fall, check that out too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, I'm gonna nail this into the heads of our listeners. Everybody needs to still support Atomic Heart. That game. Oh my god! I'm so excited yes. for Atomic Heart. Yes, yes, yes. That was gonna be what I brought up because that is the game I'm most excited about out of any release that's coming up. Except mm. we still don't that they're being they're they're taking their sweet time, but I fucking want that game. <laughs> but I think I think when 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 they take their sweet time about it like that, it, it's usually a sign that it's closer to being done than we think it is. Typically, mm. when they give you more details, it's it's the opposite. You know, mm. they're actually still in the process, but they're teasing more than they actually have. Okay. Well, real quick, let's go back to Ghostwire Tokyo. I, Fabrice, you know that game, right? Yeah, I do. Are you excited for that? I am, though it, that's not what I expected from this game. It's it's uh, something I wasn't to be like first from. person with it's magic casting. Weird. It's yeah, it's a little weird, but I'm excited about it. I'm still gonna well, play it, uh, especially if Shinji Mikami is um, taking it back over or taking it over yeah. now. He I think knows that's how to make fun games. Yeah, that's the main reason I'm still oh. on board. I like this. It has almost like a like a Bioshock vibe to it mixed with like some other game. Are you talking about Ghostwire Tokyo? Yeah, it looks amazing. It's like a Japanese styled uh horror type horror feel. I don't think it looks like a horror game, but it, it's got I, some scary elements. I just can't describe it. There's this there's a particular game that this reminds Oh, Control. It feels like a mix between Bioshock and Control. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, but in I Japan, really, yeah, <laughs> in Japan, you know, it's like because you got to throw that third bomb in there to make it work. We, <clears throat> excuse me, we have Goodbye Volcano High coming out this year. I think oh, Fabrice was the no. one who was most excited for that one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm looking to I see what have... they say about that game. What? I'm looking forward to seeing what they say about that game. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm a little nervous, but for the most part, I'm kind of excited. It gives mm-hmm. me it gives me a lot of uh, Life is Strange feels. So I'm excited yeah. to at least try it out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm actually excited for that too. I don't know if it's actually gonna look like you're playing a cartoon like the trailer mm-hmm. looked like, but like the story seems really uh, touching and heartwarming. So I do want to play that game. We've also got a uh, Gotham Knights coming out this year. Is anybody else excited for that one? Isn't that a, is that a show or a game? It's a game. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure because I could have sworn there was a Gotham show. There is a Gotham show. It's called Gotham. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this one, I think, it, I think it reminds me a little bit of Avengers, but DC, a little bit. Sure. I didn't. I, I heard about it, but I didn't, I didn't know that they were gonna. It was anywhere close to being released. So. Yeah, there's a trailer. It, it's going to be online. I, I remember seeing Batgirl and Robin and Nightwing, at least. Well, guys, um, get ready for another Avengers game. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not too sure. but <laughs> Josh, we have plenty to say about that. Right, right. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm probably not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and see on that one because I mean, we're still, I mean, not to be a dead horse's point, but we're still waiting for more stuff for Avengers right now. So, yeah, that's that's the problem with games as a service when they're new. Oh shit! Something that got announced that I'm so goddamn excited for, mm. um, because it's like a series I never thought would I get any more steam again. They're making a No More Heroes three. Okay, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, I thought No More Heroes was a game that was just tragically underrated. It just had such a just goofy but dope concept behind it, and they're making a third one. And I just can't wait. It's one of my favorite Nintendo IPs. I'm so glad you brought that up because I remember they re-released uh, the first and second one for the Switch. And I just kind of forgot about it. But now I need to go back and get those because I remember playing the first one and I really fucking liked it. I just love the aesthetic of the game so much. Okay. We also got, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to care about it. I know Fabrice and I are going to play this, but uh, Gran Turismo 7 is coming out this year. Ooh. I'll check it out. I mean, hell, I got the setup. I might as well get the hookups to be able to get a steering wheel. <laughs> you know, I mean, I might, I might, because it's been a while since I played a Gran Turismo. And I'd love to see it on a on a current yeah. console. Yeah. I think the last one I played fully, like really invested into it, was for that was a that was PS2 days. Mm-hmm. So if but you guys are gonna get it, I might as well get it too, because we can all race against each other. Yeah. <laughs> and we've I've learned how to drive because of Gran Turismo. So kudos to you Ooh. guys. Same. <laughs> I did not. Okay, <laughs> I learned how to drive on a 1988 Honda Civic, and it was a manual, and I still drive a manual to this day. <laughs> well, I cannot say I cannot drive manual to save my life. It's like riding a bicycle, my friend. What happens if one of us is drunk and you have to drive my car? I can't. I could drive your I car. Can't, I, I know you can't. I can't ride a bicycle to save my life. What if? What if? What, you know? What if? You know, Frankie? What if you? Uh, you know, you, Fabrice, and I are drunk, and the only person who's sober is um, Facile, and he can't drive my car. Can my I car. be honest? I don't trust him driving an automatic. To begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the car with Facile. It's not a fun time. Because <laughs> oh, you know how to drive playing Twisted Metal, right? That's it, Facile. Fuck yeah! Like give me give me an ice cream chuck and I'll go buck wild. Well, you have a Honda Civic, right? So. Yeah, I have a Honda Civic. <laughs> I mean, I actually got I've become a much better driver ever since my you know monthly payments went up. You know, you, you'd be it's crazy how a how a high monthly bill makes you a, a good driver pretty quick. 
All right, you guys, we still got a ton of this list to get through. So I still want to power through. Uh, All right. We've got Hollow Knight Silk Song also com- uh, allegedly coming out this year. Ooh. Unconfirmed, yeah. But excited yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Same. For sure. For sure yeah. You, you guys going to play that? Okay. Uh, I probably won't play it on release, but I will play it at some point. I think I would like to beat the first game before I play that one. But sure. The first um, one still would, holds up to would, this day. Fantastic Metroidvania game. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, very long. It's a huge game though. I it mean is. it's not it's it's not like huge like you know, like Elder Scrolls huge, but for a game of that kind of size, there's just a lot to do and discover. I think it, I can get an argument could be made for, El, for for Hollow Knight versus Elder Scrolls. Honestly, there's, no. Um, <laughs> there's there's just a lot. There's a lot to do in Hollow Knight. Exactly. There's a lot to discover, and it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. How about can Skyrim um, say the same? I don't think so. Horizon Forbidden West is coming. Yes. Apparently. Uh, let's throw it over to Fabrice who apparently cares about this game <laughs> yeah uh, I'm obsessed with Horizon so just knowing that there's there might a possible I'm I'm pretty sure it's coming out this year I'm not like hesitant about that but I'll have I to try I'm oh, sorry you didn't play Horizon Jordan? I did I never finished it though oh okay. just Horizon I, I, I just couldn't get into it it wasn't my thing Josh, um, Josh and Fasil, uh, you missed out because the ending is really great for that game. Oh, I already um, know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's like a, I, I think I don't, but I think a part of it is I just I never picked it back up because you know I was playing like I'll give this game another chance. I want to play Control right now, but then Control, you know, it had a battle with my PS4 and one. So oh, I mean, I want to try. See, I want to try. I think I'm like I'm probably gonna try uh, Horizon again actually because I really would love to see it on a P- on my PS5. Yeah, like I think that's when I'd probably be willing to pick it up again whenever I get a PS5. Yeah. Yeah. And but I probably, probably want to get that game first before being free of playing Forbidden. That game has phenomenal 3D sound as well. Speaking of which, um, I just heard that the uh, um, the supplies of the PlayStation Five are still going to be pretty hard to come by, just because of um, I guess the chips need um, something. I can't remember what it was, um, like a hypercondenser of some sort that's going to be in short Semi- supply. Semiconductor. Semiconductor. That's right. Uh, and- something that's going to be like in short supply for at least uh, another until like the middle of the year. So that's yeah, going to because- be. Because the the semiconductors they're they're used in multiple devices. They're used in the GPUs for uh, for for DA, for PC building. They're also used in the computers of like Tesla cars. So, and there's only like one really main manufacturer that does it for everyone. Um, so they're just kind of backed up. And between that and the and the Trump tariffs that are still in place, it's just kind of making it hard to like bring to both produce and bring stuff over here. Yeah, because I know we we still have to get another PlayStation Five for February's, and but I it's actually heard it's getting further and further away. I actually heard it's going to get better though, at least for PS Fives, because uh, uh, apparently Samsung is is jumping into the semiconductor production. Okay. So you know, um, over time, so I should get her. I think it'll just get better too when whenever like the trade war with China ends. Yeah, but I I still I still need myself a an Xbox Series X, which is which is seeming hard to come by too. So now I'm in that struggle bus of next gen with everybody else. 
aside from the PlayStation. Sure. <laughs> Actually, honestly, if you if you decide to go for the for the Xbox Series X, you could probably just you know give up on the PC because at that point, you know, you're gonna have like access to the same library of games, anyways. Josh sure. seems to be hating on you and wants you to die. Uh, Josh. Well, it's just a- you need the PC for multiple reasons, not just for gaming, obviously. That's why I'm shaking my head. But, but, that's, but that's the main reason that you would want a PC, right? For gaming? For streaming also. Oh, never mind then. Then yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but think about this way. <laughs> Facile, your argument is absolutely right. However, there are still going to be games that you're not going to be able to play on your Xbox Series X. They can only play on PC. Yeah, Steam, but I mean... Yeah. But, but I think it's... A, no, you're right. You're right, definitely. But I think it's just... A lot of the games that you're not going to be able to play on, on, on Xbox are like keyboard based games. And I don't know how many of those like Frankie's okay. going into. Before you know? we move on real quick, I would <laughs> say that the main game that I need a PC for is um, Half-Life Alex. That's the game I definitely want to play and I can't play that on console. Uh, I don't think you need a PC to do that actually. Yeah. Because you need, I, a, VR, you need a VR, a standalone VR headset to be able to play it. I still need a PC regardless. So it'd be nice to have one to play that game. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, the next game that I see that looks interesting coming out this year possibly is, uh, if anybody remembers, uh, again, I know Facile, or not Facile, Fabrice will remember this game. It's Kenna Bridge of, Bridge of Spirits. I've not forgotten about it. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll, we'll see what happens when that game comes out if it, and I doubt it's coming out this year. I have forgotten, <laughs> so I would love a reminder. <laughs> it's the game that looks like a Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Our Fox Adventures. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember. I you know, after seeing Soul, I really want to play that. Me too. Uh apparently they took a lot of inspiration from Legend of Zelda. Um, but with it looking the way it does, I'm so excited to play that game. Yeah. Is uh, it Ho- is it was Hogwarts pushback? Is that still coming out this year or is it next year? Oh yeah, oh, that I is pushback. I think that. it's push that's pushback to next year. But I'm going to boycott I'm gonna boycott that game though personally. So why so of- because being developed by uh, by WB Games, and oh, they have okay. a patent that's going to stifle yeah. creativity. So I'm going to be boycotting all WB Games until. Well, you have multiple on. reasons. Uh, Harry yeah. Potter is uh, created by J.K. Rowling, who is a yeah. piece of shit. Fuck her. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, <laughs> but no, it's so-, that, so total side total side things that when you know, like as it's you know, it's as gamers, it's us who can kind of dictate what companies do decide to do probably some companies and the one thing that we can possibly do that is you know supporting those companies by buying those games if it's up to you how you all want to do it because i know no matter what people are going to buy these games but you know with with warner brothers or wb games patenting a game system that could be reiterated to be better than what it is than with shadow war shadow uh, mordor has going on with it it sucks <laughs> so it's yeah, like it's not like you see Nintendo suing suing Tenten, you know. Mm-hmm. For poke, yeah, for Tenten, yeah, because of Pokemon, yeah, exactly. That's like that we. It's so it's no, but the only way that can it can really be fought outside of the court system or um, is is by what, what we spend our money on. Yeah, it just collectively hurts their PR. I mean, I know you guys have seen the the whole GameStop debacle. Yeah. Uh, but we need to move on. Okay. <laughs> we All can right. talk guide, about that guide, later. Guide us, my friend. <laughs> uh, we also have Little Devil Inside apparently coming out this year, which I really hope it Ooh. does. Oh, yes. Yeah, that so is good. for sure a day one buy for me. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Monster Hunter Rise is coming out this year as well. 
Is that for is that for Switch? It only for the Switch. Yep. Yeah. I already had that pre-ordered because I wanted because I wanted that amiibo. <laughs> so. Well, as far as Little Devil Inside goes, uh, that's at least going to be the game I will play. But <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I don't really know how it plays, but it looks really interesting. Um, mm. The art style is incredible. Yes, it uh, is. That's the main reason I fell in love with it, and it just looks it looks great. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I can't remember. I can't remember how long that game's been in development, but I'd love to see the final product because it looks like a lot of fun. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Fasil said, also, uh, looks like no more Heroes Three here is coming out for the Switch this year. Uh, I think oh, we've already yeah. talked about that game, though. Uh, Psychonauts Two is coming out for the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. That's another one I'm really excited about. Which and I never thought that that game was actually going to see the light of day. So I'm double excited. Oh, Fasil, that makes me so happy because I thought like I would be the only one who would be excited for that game. No, I just love, I fucking love Psycho. It's just one of my favorite games when I was younger. Oh, and, for real. I and, love that game. And I just thought when, this, when the, I thought the studio shut down or something. So I, I didn't ever think we'd see a sequel to that game again. No, they've just been making indie games. Um, and their latest games have just been uh, crowdfunded through like Patreon and what have you. It speaks to the strength of their of their the quality of their work if they can just survive like that. Not Patreon, but whatever, like Kickstart, yeah, Kickstarter, Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Psychonauts two, uh, the the company got bought by Microsoft, so uh, and they're still going to be releasing that game for PlayStation. But hopefully, I have an uh, an Xbox by the time that game comes out too. God, I missed Milkman. Oh, I forgot about that. Milkman was <laughs> Milk such Man a conspiracy. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really seeing a lot more going on this year. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, which I don't think any of us are really big mm. into. It's been a while. I, I mean, the only Shin Megamis that I've played are the uh, Digital Devil, Digital Devil games. Uh, for me, it was yeah, Digital Devil Saga and Persona, but mm-hmm. those are technically oh, I forgot. Not- Nocturne. Ooh, oh, and Nocturne. Yeah, I really like Nocturne. Yeah. We also have Solar Ash coming out this year. I totally forgot about that for the PlayStation 5. That's um, going to be the spiritual successor to Hyper Light Drifter. Uh, I mm. really, really love that game. Uh, except this is going to be not 2D retro, but 3D, kind of similar style. It looks gorgeous. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm going to check something while you, while you keep talking, my friend, because there's a game that I think got got announced that looked really crazy uh interesting to me because it was a shooter set in outer space this but, is the king of fighters 15 i didn't know there was a new king of fighters coming out oh i didn't either but did you guys but I, uh but i haven't really like paid attention to fighting games in a while i've i mm, i've played a few of the king of fighters games and i really like them the characters are really cool um but the last one that came out was so ugly that <laughs> I just like was not interested. On the game, it got announced not too long ago, uh, called Boundary, like uh-huh. like a like a wall, like a boundary. Yeah, like and, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's your. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's gonna be. I you have to watch a video for it to for it to get an idea. But think of it like you know how astronauts are in their spacesuits nowadays, only. You're also shooting at other people, and you're out. You're out in space, like around a space station. So, you, so it's a shooter in space. It's a shooter in space. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. That's like how, how I said it. How I said it before. <laughs> like, um, I guess. Uh, uh, otherwise, the only last game I have to bring up here that looks notable is the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Uh, oh. Ultra Deluxe is finally coming out this That's year. Interesting. Uh, one of the most philosophical games ever. Yeah, they announced that game forever ago coming to consoles. I feel like it might have been like um maybe even like almost 2 years ago, but it just I don't know why it's been taking so long. Uh apparently it's going to come this year, but eh, again, uh, a game you could maybe put your money down on not possibly coming this year cuz who knows what's going on with the development of that or how hard it is to bring the consoles. The, the developer of that game is also right. What the? I know. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I was. I, I suddenly got uh, an advertisement for car insurance that I don't need. Uh, <laughs> a seal. <laughs> what? <laughs> you randomly have advertisements popping up on your phone, playing without your permission, like Alexa. Like well, Alexa, so like, my, ordering like, twenty cakes for you. I'm almost always on Reddit, and you know, like when you when you're on Reddit, if you're on the political section and you like accidentally shake your phone it'll like switch to something funny or cute to help you kind of like feel better after reading about politics. <laughs> wow. Like okay. that's a feature that the Reddit app has. <laughs> so okay. Well, okay. He's shaking his phone. Fella, people, everybody, I guess uh, that was it for the Stanley parable. I'm just, uh, all I have to say is I'm really excited for it. I haven't played it, but I know like, like Vasil said, it's like a, kind of that conundrum uh philosophical type of game that i'm i've i've always been interested in i just don't want to walk or i don't want to watch a walkthrough or a playthrough of it i want to play it myself because it seems like that game is yeah it's, you owe it's it to a, yourself to actually play it instead yeah, of watching somebody else play it. It, it it makes you really think about just gaming itself in a really interesting way like sort of like how bioshock did it but it pushes it a lot further Right. Yeah. Like, cause there's a narrator, like specifically calling forth uh, an example I can remember in my head from seeing like little trailers of that game is like, you're standing in front of a red door and a blue door and the narrator goes, Stanley walked through the red door, but you could walk through the blue door if you want. And then basically the game is kind of like that, right? Where, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it just, <laughs> and then it just mocks your decisions and says like, what are you doing? And it becomes very meta after a while. But like a lot of it like says like, you know, your job is to sit down and press commands on a keyboard. Stanley loves his job, even though he's just pressing commands on on random commands on the keyboard. And I guess when you get down to the essence of it, that's just kind of what a game is. You're just pressing commands on a keyboard, like on a controller as a keyboard, but it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you're seeing is what's directing you, but what you're actually doing is just you know, it's just, it's just really, it's interesting. Just, just yeah, play the game. Very good. Uh, I sen- I guess uh, since I've gotten to the end of my list, do you guys have any games to bring up coming out this year that I forgot or did not bring up? No, this- I think I brought up, I brought up the, the three games I thought was really important to bring up because I'm sure we'll be talking about future games again, um, probably not too far from now. Yep, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't think we said much about it because I know we talked about it before. And but I'm I think Josh is something, but I'm really excited for Returnal. Mm, right. Yeah, that, we, I think we, that we recently got delayed, right? Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, but we did talk about that the last uh, last time we uh, were talking about future games. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Returnal. Um, I guess since we've, uh, Josh and I covered January through April, and now we've covered uh, the rest of the year. Uh, is there one game you guys can say that you are most excited for this year? Like if you had to play only one game coming out this year, do you have that one game in mind? Oh, Atomic yeah. Bomb. Atomic Hearts, yeah. Atom- yeah, Atomic Hearts. Atomic Bomb. Yeah. Atomic Hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, no question. Atomic Hearts. Yeah. Monster Hunter Rise. Well, I'm going to be playing. Yeah, I guess Atomic Heart is a little bit of a gamble because I've said nothing about that coming out this year. Right. I just the trailer was all I needed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't even care. It's a good game. I just want to see what it does. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess uh, different from all of you. I guess mine would still be what I said last episode when we did this um, near replicant. I'm still really, really, really excited for that game. Okay. All right. I guess that wraps up the meat and potatoes of this episode. You guys all good? You you still, we're all good on 2021? No other games coming out this year? There's going to be no other announcements, no other surprises, nothing? Oh, um, I mean, it's, it's only February, <laughs> dude. There's still 10 more months. Yeah, but... I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, 2021 is, is the child of 2020, so crazy shit is a bad That's week. true, yeah. So, like, yeah, we're still, like, um, we're still not technically, even though it's a new year, Twenty the events of 2020 are still currently going on. We're yeah. still so early in this year. Uh, so okay. to all the witches, wizards, and magical of heart out there, we will be covering any new announcements, any surprise things that come out, of course, as they happen. So you can always come back to the Cauldron of Gaming. Uh, we will be your source for upcoming releases every two weeks mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. <laughs> we'll talk more about the Thumb Monster later. Off air, on or not off air, I guess uh, <laughs> previously announced our new show, uh, Cauldron of after hours after dark uh stay tuned um mm-hmm. the adult show will be coming up right after this but, uh, <laughs> thumbs like... up had to be adult content oh it has to be <laughs> as opposed to this kids hour we, that we, we do. don't we don't get this tvma rating for nothing <laughs> All right, guys, special thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting and distributing our little podcast show. You can visit our website at anchor.fm slash TCOG. And if you'd like to reach out and ask us questions, if you'd like to reach out and ask us questions or give us feedback directly, you can always find us on Twitter at Cauldron Gaming, or you can email us at thecauldronofgaming at gmail.com. Extreme gratitude goes to Naughty Bits for providing us with the music we use on our show. To find out more about him, find his music on SoundCloud at Naughty Bits. Uh, that's all one word. Again, that's Naughty Bits, as in Naughty. Uh, Naughty Bits. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag ban Yakushiji at Cauldron Gaming on Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our little podcast show on whatever platform you are listening on. It really helps us get out there, and we'd love to connect with more of you gamers, witches, wizards, and magical of heart out there. Uh, we really appreciate you listening, and thanks for coming this uh, this week. Uh, you can catch us every other week on Wednesday mornings. Um, we will try to provide you with some more bonus episodes. We haven't done that in a while, but Fabrice and I are champing at the bit to talk about Drag Race Season 13. We'll be doing that soon. And uh, Facile and Josh might have something cooking up their sleeves in their cauldrons at home as well. But we'll try to be giving you more content uh, in the coming weeks. I'm putting a dash of oregano in mine. 
<laughs> I'm putting a it. dash of uh, ogre's toenail in mine. Ogre's toenail. Let's say the bon ton roulette. You be kind. Game on. Uh,